Lady Doth Podcast. Too much. This is our very first mini soap, episode 5.5. I'm here with my best friend, Taylor Tucker. Yeah. And I'm Melly Macker. And I'm Taylor Tucker. And you can follow me at TNTTAYLER on um, the Twitter. And you can follow me on Twitter at Oppenfailer. And yeah, and together we're at the Lady Doth Pod. And uh, we are sunbaked human beings right now because yeah. we were just standing outside for like four hours. Um, above 90, what, what, what's it today here in Phoenix? Like 96. Yeah, we're getting roasted. Like, if you don't believe in climate change, like, I am going to turn into a rotisserie chicken by the yeah. end of summer. And I will be delicious, you know, these mm-hmm. juicy fucking thighs. I look exactly like a tomato. If you were to hold a tomato up next to my head, you would be like, which one's Melly? Um, but yeah, we are sunny because we have um, stood and been part of an action uh, that was meant to fucking call out uh, Phoenix Pride because Phoenix Pride is a very strange thing now. It is a boys lunch. <laughs> Who loves boys lunch? Lunch, lunch, boys lunch. It is very much a, a space that has gone from one that used to be extremely radical in its beginnings and now is just like a nice little stroll until you get to a place where you can just like be white and like cis and gay and like have a $12 vodka soda with your Wells Fargo horses. Right. Or you can be like, you know, a, a like early 20 something who just wants to go hold hands with her boyfriend in public. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, uh, I think they have speakers, but they definitely have many booths. Yes, it is mainly booths. Booth. It is booth heavy. Booth oriented. <laughs> it is very John Wilkes booth oriented. <laughs> um, no. Um, where mainly it has become essentially like, yeah, you walk this long walk of like, you see a bunch of elected officials and then the massive amounts of like corporate interests and, and those that back them and pour money into elections and you stroll down and then you get into the park and then they're like, look, remember, capitalism is great. We can sell you a bunch of things for way too much money that you don't need, but it's a rainbow and it's about you and it's about including you in our corporation. Isn't it amazing that you have enough money that you can spend $12 on a vodka soda? Isn't it incredible that you can be employed? Um, yes. It's basically what they're shoving in your Isn't face. Isn't it incredible that you can like walk around in a public space without sleeves? I mean, right. like that's like literally the, the, the ability or like the way that now like that is seen as like pride. We are proud that we are able to like brunch in a certain class, buy these things, and be allowed to, I don't know, purchase stuff. Right. <laughs> and, like, drink in an environment. And people are like, yeah. Like, Bank of America's like, we sign on to that. Right. Open up a bank account with us. Don't, don't you love banks now? You can get a card <laughs> with a rainbow on it. It's uh. pretty big. <laughs> it's a big deal. It's a pretty big stuff. Did you know that they don't fire trans people sometimes? <laughs> Did you know this? There was a guy in a booth across the street from where we were standing that like when Wells Fargo like was walking down into his microphone, he was like, they are so inclusive. They are so inclusive that they hire trans people. Fucking imagine that. <laughs> Sorry. And yeah. And so what 
today was uh, and what was kind of amazing and powerful about today um, and also just fucking where you just have to roll your eyes in the back of your head because literally the demands are so small that trans queer Pueblo and, and the coalition partners and people standing in solidarity with them are asking like we just want to sit down at a meeting and be like hey we'll take fucking like Target over fucking Bank of America that runs private detention centers that like lock up people, misgender them, do not allow them to have like HRT or any sort of care. Right. And then like, <laughs> like they don't even get beds in deportation and centers and, and like freeze them out. And then Bank of America makes money on that. And then they use that money to donate to pride. I mean, it's not that specific money, but like, it doesn't matter. It's all the same money. Um, and then they use that money to donate to Pride so that Pride can happen. And so when people who are actually like, you know, immigrants just want to have a conversation with the board of Pride and they're like, no, actually, we really love Bank of America and its money. We're not willing to discuss this. Sorry. They're making a very clear statement that they don't actually give a shit about inclusivity or people's safety, um, which I believe, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think that like maybe tearing down the system that was harmful to people and making it more inclusive was part of what the Stonewall riots were all about. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to have a history in which the, like a bottle is thrown because police are attempting to raid a space, um, <laughs> like to raid the space um, for people of color that are trans and queer, and now we're like at this point where it's like, actually, we're going to invite the police in to cordon off with fucking bikes or, and like literally cordon off and like get ready to pepper spray the exact people that made this entire fucking walk possible. Yeah. Like, you are able to sit there and, like, wear a fucking sequin and, like, walk down this street because of people that are standing here that, like, the police are literally trying to arrest right now and you're just sitting there, like, jeering at them. Right. Because they demand that you have a fucking meeting. <laughs> right. It's, it's <laughs> that you have a meeting that maybe you lose a couple of sponsors, but you can pick up another couple. I mean, Pride's pretty popular. Yeah. I mean, um, PetSmart was out fucking, like, let's really, we need to start organizing dogs. Let's organize the dogs. <laughs> we'll lease the hounds, unleash the beasts. <laughs> really? I think... Cry trans pride and let's let the dogs of war. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, the Isle of Dogs should really be what the rest of the world looks like after, like, real revolution has occurred. <laughs> right. Like, dogs eat ass, too. <laughs> So I stand in solidarity with them. I'm quitting the podcast. I quit. This episode sponsored, brought to you by PetSmart. Brought to you by PetSmart.com. Make sure you get a toothbrush for your dog. Please that rescue eats its own ass. Yeah. Uh, please rescue your dogs. Don't don't shop for your dogs. At yeah. PetSmart unless it's the rescue breeder, so or the rescue giver one, not the breeder. <laughs> the, the breeder, breeder <laughs> is the opposite of what it's good. Anyway, so yeah, like PetSmart was there. They had the dogs. The dogs are really good. There were also like there were a number of animals. The Target yeah. float had that. What's the name of the dog? The breed of dog that is the Target dog. 
It's a it's a terrier. It's a terrier. Yeah. It's, a terrier. it's a type of terrier. It's a bull terrier. It's a bull terrier. It's not yeah. like the yeah. And yeah, they so bring they, them with a big spot on their eyes. It's really yeah, tragic. They, it's they like paint. hundreds of dogs die so they can have the naturally <laughs> occurring a couple of them. <laughs> yes. I love that we're like still in a time where we're like dog eugenics is great. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I don't I don't see a problem with artificial evolution at all. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so like like you know. Target was there. Oh, also, I forgot the reason that I brought up the animals was because there were ponies. There were the ponies that were attached to the Wells Fargo vehicle. God um, damn it. And then there were also ponies that marched with, I'm not even entirely sure what they were because they had like, a, they had four dudes on ponies. It was Charlie's. It was just the bar Charlie's. It was just the bar Charlie's. So and it was like, <laughs> the, the, like one of the biggest gay bars in Phoenix. And everywhere else. Do you know they have a Charlie? That's why they had all the flags because there's one in Colorado. There's one in Denver. They are national brand. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I did They're not franchise. I did not know that Charlie's was franchised. That's <laughs> hilarious. Anyway, so they have the flags of all fifty states attached to men who are wearing high rise denim and cowboy hats. And uh, you know, when you line up all of the fifty states flags together, you get Alabama pretty close to the front. And so there's a Confederate flag that's marching in pride, regardless of whether or not you're like interested in hosting the Alabama state flag. Having that, the the Confederate battle flag just, like, shoved in the faces of a lot of people who were there for, you know, who would have been dead or enslaved yeah. um, is under that flag is pretty interesting to me. And so, like, I mean, the group that we were with, like, immediately lost its shit. Yeah, well, and I was the first, I was one of the first people that was like, holy shit, I think that was a Confederate flag. That's a Confederate flag. I freaked out. Yeah, and then and I then, was like... And then, and then, like, everyone was like, no, that's actually the Alabama fight. I'm like, but, like, who, like, went on Microsoft Paint back in the day and was like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to, like, take the Confederate flag, make it a little bit tinier, and then put stripes all around it. And it's fine. It's Alabama it's, now. It's fine. It's fine. If you just surround it with other <laughs> shit, it's no longer the Confederate battle flag. So, like, we're good now, right? Um, yeah, so... <laughs> There was that. We had all of our elected officials. Uh, I, you know, there's some of them I actually like as individuals. Um, and they like were. And that was a hard part, I think. And I talked to Jonathan. I talked to somebody about it earlier, and it was the hardest part about seeing these elected officials that had been invited to be part of our action, like intervening in the space. But they were like, "No, it's too risky." I, and I you know, because of money. To, like, no, I'd actually want to, like, ride in the back of, like, a Dodge pickup truck and wave at you and be like, yay, thumbs up yeah, for you guys. For thumbs up. But, like, I'm not going to chant with you. I'm not going to do this as you're cordoned off by a bunch of police that have locked their fucking BMX bikes together and really are just, like, waiting to pull out whoever is, like, the blackest or brownest or the most, like, and try to pull them out because they need to make quotas to arrest. But you're just going to sit there on the other side and be like, yeah, thumbs up for what you guys are doing. Yeah. And, like, it's... I understand that it's an election season. That's not a fucking excuse. Get off your fucking Jeep and come hang out with us. There was one person who, like, stepped out of the... Demo uh, the Arizona Legislative Democratic Queer Caucus and just like 
stood and chanted with us yeah. like on the other side of the police line but like he stood there for like five minutes until the police told him that he had to keep going yeah and like you know he wasn't taking a risk he didn't cross the line which i really would have preferred if he did but also like you know he he was on the same page as us um and in the in that capacity and you know what actually no fuck it like no he should have fucking crossed the line i don't give a shit um you don't get you don't get brownie points for you know keeping safe in a moment like that um but yeah it's it was really interesting to see these people who desperately want to be allied with movements that actually just demand things rather than a movement that passively allows like white oppressive capitalism to wash over it and change even like the most unique fiber of what it was supposed to be to begin with um like people outside of what we were doing even though it was like a small number of us um we're looking at that and they were it was it was visible that they were processing it and that they wanted to be on our side but yeah. they weren't willing to allow themselves to cross that and i think that i don't know it, yeah i saw like people like the wheels were grinding not only because like god forbid in arizona that we actually like chant in spanish and people are like it isn't you chanting tacos or quesadillas so suddenly i'm very very confused right like i've heard spanish out loud <laughs> Oh, Lord. Um, at this, like, <laughs> festival, uh, or pride, or whatever the fuck it fucking is. It's a, it's a monster. Is what it is. <laughs> um, it's a march towards, like, a mall to mm-hmm. buy things. Um, it, it is the greatest march towards a very white gay brunch where a bunch of men are just I'm so shook. <laughs> did you see? Did you see that there were people that are queer that were yelling at us? And the things that we do, like, come on, dude, like, just think about it for four seconds. That's the only thing that anybody has been asking this entire time is to, like, put yourself in the mindset of somebody else. Like, like, what does your movement actually mean? And, like, like, how much do you identify with it? What parts of your movement are you actually identifying with? Is it the branding? Yeah. Or is it the philosophy? And, you know, Phoenix Pride overwhelmingly just articulates that the the thing that people identify with the most is the hashtag love wins and the rainbow and the squid hats. Yeah. The squid hats. Okay. Everyone. So every year there's a new thing, you know, we get the, you get the flag, you know, and like we get this and we get that and we get like, you know, some good balloons or we get like a nice like rainbow tie dye t-shirt this year, everyone swag merch that you need it's a squid hat. It's got like big googly eyes on it. It is queer calamari. It's it's a it's a a, a Roy G. Biv rainbow uh, squid that you can put on top of your head, and it's plush. And it's plush, and that is the new thing that if you want to be on the cutting edge of LGBTQ. Oh wow! Oh, how much are they priced at? How much? Six dollars. Six dollars, not bad. They were selling them for thirty. <gasps> That's a good hustle. What are you Oh my god, entrepreneurs. Really? The entire thing about Pride is entrepreneurship. What what should the the trans sea animal hat be? <laughs> yes. Um but yeah, so it's just this yeah, it's just this lovely thing where oh god. And this year it's very much like the the body line that you want is a tutu. Yes. Um, they're super into the tutu. I think it's because they were on sale at Target in general. 
but I've seen a lot of like t-shirts with white cap sleeves that say shit about unicorns on them and then like a like a rainbow tutu. Yeah, the rainbow tutu is big this year. It's it's sort of the body shape that everybody's going for. Mm-hmm. It's really quite good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's just it's just fucking crazy. And the fact, I mean, yes. Well, first of all, Wells, uh, not Wells Fargo, Bank of America was, like, first, they got to be first in line, like, literally behind the the banner of the Pride Coalition or whatever it was. They were the next people in line, um, getting all of their wonderful praises for, I don't know, fucking moving liquid cash or whatever and, like, sending families into debt and selling them subprime mortgages, so Ooh. whatever. Woo! I... I... <laughs> I firmly remember, like, right after the the um, recession, like, I thought the Bank of America closed. No. No. None of them closed. They're too big to fail. Okay. Well. They're too big to fail. I'm glad. We need to take... The corporation is a person, and we need to care for it. And so the government was like, let's doula them through this process. I guess, yes, that's true. Of refining themselves. Yeah. And here's how you find yourselves. You guys just donate to every pride across the country. Make sure you have a bus in it. Hire seven trans people. Fire only four. Um, <laughs> it's going to be fine. Um, and, like, like... There's something there's something like eloquent and beautiful about the the fact that B of A uh, is the pride sponsor because really that just means that pride in accepting their money has bofed itself. Um, no, you don't think so? Oh, I'm so not taking a stand on this. <laughs> okay, I spent the morning getting fucking high as shit and it was great. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't do pride. Yeah, and as you should not, and and that's the other key thing, is the fact that I think, I mean, we've seen it in Pride, and I've seen it, I saw it yesterday, even though Pride was going on, there wasn't the parade part, Um, but it's just mainly now, like, a bunch of very cis, hetero people being like, yay, I feel comfortable, like, wearing a pasty, and not understanding the fact that, like, every fucking sequin you get to wear, every fucking chap, every, like, ability to, like, finally walk around in public space and feel slightly more, like, sexually and bodily liberated is because of the fact that, like, other people are fucking suffering. Yeah. Like, and they- other people are fucking actually suffering so that you can wear a pasty and be like oh my god i kissed my boyfriend at the restaurant and we can sit at the same side of the table and look at each other and be like we have sex right okay so so basically <laughs> inviting the police to your fucking parade so that they can be in it because like you know that's not like like inviting them and the sheriff's department in and being like, we want to have them be a part of this so that they don't arrest us. Us specifically. Yes. And uh, they don't give a shit about the other people in their community who are at high risk of being arrested because of those people. So being like, we want to make cute and nice with the police, they don't fu- they're not following up in any way. They're not being like, hey, maybe don't murder trans women of color. Like, yeah. like they're not saying, they're not following up with that sort of thing. They're not... But, like, falling into defense of their own community by making nice with any of these people. They just want to keep themselves safe because they have this, like, 
tiny simulacrum of power that makes them have some sort of comfort. Yeah. And they're going to exploit it with to the detriment of other people for as long as they can. But, like, I don't know. They're going to come for you, too. There just will be no special hurry. Yeah, no. And also, fuck. I just can't get over the bikes. Oh, I just can't that it had to be the bikes. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's better than horses. Definitely. Yeah. We don't want the ponies to rise up against us. <laughs> but to have, like, all these people wearing their helmets. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, at least fucking, like, skateboard. <laughs> Can you imagine a skateboarding police force? <laughs> it would be a very good look for them. Or, like, sco- like the little push just, scooters, like a Razor scooter. Yes! Just fucking Razor scooters, but of course... With like, like, a taser, like, tacked, taped onto the side of it, and so they can, like, pull out the taser and, like, scooter after you. And, and it, was, it was just so obvious. Like, once they started corralling us and were very, very mad, and, and like, that's one of the things they started chanting. I was like, you see what you're doing, right? And, like, the fact that they were, like, deadpan about the fact that, like, I'm like, you're hurting us. Like, you're actually hurting us by pushing us back with these handlebars. And they, like, have, you know, zero disregard. But they were fucking going. They were trying to make quotas. Like, it was very apparent that even us as a line where most people were, like, either white or white passing in the security line... And they were specifically looking to, like, pull out the black and brown people. Yeah. They were targeting and like, yay! One of the very first things that happened was a cop, like, shoved slash threw a bike between you and I to break our hands to grab the tallest black trans woman (laughs) that they could see and try to get her past them. And it was just sort of like, like, we had this moment of, like, that's our person, what are you doing? But it, it... like, later, as I was able to process it, I was like, they were trying to meet a fucking quota by grabbing that one person. They were actively trying to find people um, that, you know, are marginalized in specific ways. They didn't want to go after you or me. Yeah. They wanted to break our line and find the most vulnerable people within the community that were there to, like, make sure that didn't happen. It was so weird because, like, even as you're preparing for something like this, you're like, yeah, but they're not going to be so obvious. And yeah. then the police are extremely obvious. <laughs> yeah. They did have that one. Yeah. It just, it was frustrating. And it's even more frustrating to see people that, especially like in terms of like, you know, the targety people that are their employees that they force to like walk this thing. Um, and all the other people that are like kind of pulled up out of this, whether it's Wells Fargo or whatever, to be like, let's walk in this thing. And it's just hard because similarly like those people would sit like talk all day about supporting like documented people and believing that they should be here and yet will like happily see us get corralled off and have the threat of all of you know our undocumented people of color that are trans that are like fleeing countries that will literally murder them (laughs) murder them but we're fine because what we're doing with them is we're just criminalizing them, putting them in centers, denying them HRT, and deporting them back to countries where they will get killed. So we're just, like, nice. Yeah. And <laughs> also, a fair amount of them are getting killed here. Yeah, too. Yeah. It's, several, like it's not exactly the safest place in the entire universe, which is why, like, there was, you know, like, I, 
I got so elevated that I was like shaking afterwards because I was like, this person could literally just like die in front of my face right now. Um, like when they're when they were grabbing at certain people, I was just like, you know, it was weird to me that the people that were standing around us weren't observing what was happening in a way that was like, this is a real threat to somebody's life. Yeah. Like for the people that were undocumented there, like they would be deported for, you know, like trans women of color. There's a high risk that when they interact with police, they're going to die. die. Yes. Um, and like the idea that there's a, you know, large population of a community that is ostensibly LGBT supportive, if not like included in that acronym, that is willing to not just sit by and watch while that sort of hostility happens, but actively jeer the people who are yes. just trying to have their voices heard, is one of the most disheartening things that I've witnessed in a very long time. Yeah. Um, like, people were, did, there were people jeering, they did not think that, even holding that space, and even when we got pushed off to the side, like, not interrupting, but even on the side, like, we're just not okay with us chanting or holding fucking signs. Right, you can still watch the parade, you're still gonna hear Lady Gaga coming out of the <sighs> fire bus. Like, yeah, and you're still gonna, like, see all the fun stuff and have people, okay, first of all, okay, the real threat here, like, we walked out there and, like, blocked this parade. There were people throwing out dum-dums into the air <laughs> as fucking projectiles. And sunglasses. Like, and sunglasses hitting us. And I'm like, really, the most physical threat right now are these motherfuckers throwing out dum-dums. Yeah, somebody, like, it literally hit somebody in our, like, roof <laughs> in the face. And she was just, like, standing for five minutes covering her eyeball because somebody threw a dum-dum directly I'm at her like, head. Yeah. And it was... And yeah. No. Okay. Everyone, just stop. Stop fucking throwing things. Yeah, stop. Or, like, at least throw something soft. Like, don't throw dum-dums. Throw <laughs> condoms. Like, this is the place to do that. It'll be fun. Um, yeah. I mean, there were a couple of, like you know, floats, like, people participating that I was, you know, actively applauding. Like, yeah. Um, Southwest Center was there. They yeah. are fucking amazing. They are great. Yeah, they're wonderful. Um, it just would be great. Yeah, it's just hard because, yeah, there's all these, there were great things, like, and to hear that Cesar Chavez band, like, go down. That was down so cool. And do the drum line was fucking awesome. And, yeah, to hear that was great, but then to also have this thing where it's like, fuck. Like, if you would, because that was, the, you know, the original sort of concept was the fact that we were going to have support from a organization that already had established a point in Pride and was going to be walking that we could join them and, like, join in interrupting the space. But the fact that no one is willing to stick their neck out enough is really fucking upsetting and sad. It's a little bit worrisome. I mean, it's actually entirely worrisome to me. Especially when it's coming from, yeah, organizations like, okay, of course, like Wells Fargo or nothing like that, but like some of these like community-serving organizations that are here, that are local, that interact with this population all the time, and yet like the idea of even hosting the space to allow, um, you know, TQP in, is too is seen as too risky and there's a certain amount of like self-scrutiny that goes in here yeah like for us yeah um but 
Yeah, I think that everybody just needs to know that pride sucks and we can do better. Yeah. We can do a new pride. Yeah, we can. And I think that that's kind of the imagination that, you know, came out of this space that was wonderful. Um, even as, like, we were handlebarred back by 30-plus cops because, fuck, if they have anything else to do today. They threw a bike at me and tore my shirt. I'm still mad. This is my grandmother's shirt. It's the gayest shirt that I have, and I stole it from my grandma. But um, imagining a new space that would actually, like, honor <laughs> the history of Stonewall that would... Uh, Protect the most vulnerable in our community. Isn't that what we're supposed to do? Yeah. And, like, that was, like, one of the, I guess, the most powerful things as someone, you know, that has spent a little bit of time doing some of this, like, community security work, but really the most intensive time doing this. Um, as, of course, like, a cis, heterosexual, biracial, white-passing woman, um, was the fact that, like, we held it down and no one got arrested today. Nobody got arrested today. Like, and no one fell out because they were dehydrated. And, like, we took, like, it was great because everybody came here and we did it. And, like, it's like, what, what, like, we can do this on a larger scale. Like, we do not, what the, do the police yeah. do? Like, show what? up, show like, up, show up and turn out and do stuff like this more often. It doesn't have to take a pride. You can do this on a weekday. Like, yeah. And, like, get, you know, 20 people together and turn them out for something and make it like visual impact on people. Because, you know, as much as people were like yelling and the people that were around us were like upset that they couldn't like listen to whatever. Hey, like, Demi Lovato music. has a great song. Yeah, was coming out of the Target float. There were, I, I feel like there's absolutely no way that we couldn't have made people think a little bit, right? Yeah. And like, you know, the action that took place it was like a set of solid statements and it ended with we can forge a new pride together yeah and that's you know inspiring and impactful and i i have to have the hope that we can yeah. um and that people also hurt us yeah so hopefully yeah hopefully but otherwise you know we'll have brunch there too we love eggs yeah. We promise. New Pride will have lots of eggs and also vegan tofu scramble as an option, but lots of eggs. So many eggs. And, you know, we'll all be there together. <laughs> and it'll be awesome. Just not the police. Just not the police. Just not the police and not, like, really shitty banks. I mean, all you really need to do is leave out the banks and the police and then you're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, you're doing great. You're doing great, sweetie. Uh Many boots. Boot heavy. <laughs>